Today is Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. This is Adam the Man calling you from the Sawatch County Jail, where I have been in solitary confinement for six days. In a sense, I am here by choice, having declined paid bond on Saturday, expecting a decision from a judge on Monday, only to find the hearing delayed until today, because why not? We are all presumed guilty in this legal system when accused by corrupt cops. When called for court today, I will remain in my cell as I did on Monday and hand the guard this letter to give to the judge. To my judge, my friends, and my freedom family, from this dark, dingy, solitary cell, I extend greetings of love, hope, and camaraderie to all who may read this. May you receive this letter in secure health and happiness, and in the spirit of joy with which it is written. We find ourselves in perilous times, but on the brink of a better world for all of us blessed to survive this era of upheaval. As for my circumstances, I have been stopped in my peaceful, righteous journey to deliver anti-suicide medicine to veterans for another government-induced, taxpayer-funded spiritual retreat. I have been told countless lies, separated from my truck, my property, and my dogs, violated in my Fourth Amendment rights, assaulted, injured, denied medical care, threatened with forced COVID vaccination, denied my PTSD medications, put on a cycle for no reason, deliberately tortured, falsely accused, threatened with more false charges, denied basic human rights, and kept from due process. Every step along the way, I have been thanked for my military service, making me wonder more and more why I enlisted, but less and less why we have a veteran suicide epidemic. Like a beautiful song, the words of Mario Savio from Berkeley in 1964 echo in my heart. There comes a time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart that you can't even passively take part. You've got to throw your body upon the gears and upon the levers and indicate to the people running it that if you are not free, the machine will be prevented from operating at all. While I am just one body, caught in the gears against my will with no hope of stopping anything alone, I would rather be here than standing to the side with a heart aching for every victim of this cruel machine that is living on your knees. I would rather die on my feet. But if everyone stood up to injustice with just passive resistance, refusal of paid bond, and rejection of plea deals, the evil machine would grind to a halt, and we could hang together, not separately. As for my accusations of crimes, where are my victims? No victim, no crime. Besides having done nothing wrong by the laws of God, nature, and morality, I have technically done nothing wrong by U.S. law either. As an American citizen, I was exercising my right to travel, a right enshrined in law and precedent, not a privilege I must purchase. As a legally registered member of the Oakland Leia Native American Church and self-professed Wiccan, I am legally allowed to possess psilocybin as sacrament and medicine. For a complete explanation fully citing law and precedent, please See my motion to dismiss filed in Wise County in the case of Texas 
V. Kokesh, which I will gladly provide upon request as soon as I am able to access it. By contrast, the police who arrested me are criminals acting under color of law, enjoying false privileges of a protected class of American criminals. My friend Johnny Hurley, the hero of Arvada, was killed by a cop even though he was, had just stopped a mass shooter intent on killing cops in a case of mistaken identity. The cops involved in my arrest, Christian Guadarrama, Aaron Fresquez, and Adam Fresquez, should be held criminally liable, civilly liable, and I would like to file charges against them. Cops who shoot first and ask questions second are a menace to the public and themselves and should be taken off the streets. Like Hurley, I have come to hold a mirror up to the center police department. I would also like to file charges against Sheriff Dan Warwick and the captain of Sawatch County Jail for the inhumane treatment here. Also, Deputy Young for threatening me with additional charges when she tried to get inmates within earshot to file harassment charges for trying to get them to turn down the TV. Nicholas Hamill and Ron Paulson will testify to these facts. We find ourselves in perilous times for America and the whole human family because the powers that be know their time is coming to an end. We stand on the brink of an age of enlightenment and enlightened people cannot be oppressed. We are waking up to the possibility of a world without war, without need, without needless suffering. Oppressive COVID policies, rampant internet censorship, fighting Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, extreme financial consolidation. These are not merely routine acts of the system designed to make the rich richer at the expense of the rest of us. These are acts of desperation by the wolves of the world who see the sheep uniting and fighting back despite their best efforts to divide us. Will you side with the wolves or be one of the shepherds we need to guide us into the new age of enlightenment? If you are wondering why I've declined paid bond, think of Braveheart being disemboweled. He only had to cry mercy to make it stop. You want my friends to buy my freedom for a petty $10,000? You want to plead? You want me to beg for mercy? I will never beg for your mercy, and I will never plead with evil, but move ever more boldly against it. For humanity, for America, for justice, and for the 22 veterans who will commit suicide in the next 24 hours, I will cry until my last breath for nothing but freedom. Yours truly. Captain Freebeard, friend of humanity, brother to freedom lovers, also known as Adam Charles Kokesh, born February 1st, 1982, former Sergeant of Marines. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing this message as best you can. Thank you for everyone who participated in the call flood last weekend. Its effects were felt even inside this jail. If I am not released today, please keep calling the Center Police Department, the Sawatch County Jail, and the judge and district attorney relevant to my case, and respectfully ask them to do the right thing. Thank you, and may peace be with you always. Signing off, this is Captain Freebeard, your friend and brother.
Well, there it is, folks. There's your update from the man himself. <clears throat> so you you now have from the horse's mouth, so to speak, what is going on. He is firmly planting his feet and standing for his rights as a human being. And uh, I, I, I was thinking as this has been developing, I've been and, and as I heard that earlier today, my initial thought was like, I hear a lot of people online talking big about their rights and talking big about what they would do to defend those rights and what they would do to stand up to those rights. And it, it's not until we are faced with a situation of imprisonment like this, maybe not, it's not, but being faced with imprisonment like this is the ultimate test of that uh, fortitude within a person. I think, uh, you know, you hear a lot about it online, but this is, proof positive that Adam Kokesh is willing to stand by what he says and the values he believes in. He's not just saying all these things about freedom because it sounds cool. He lives by it and to it, freedom or death motherfucker is the message. Do you understand yet? You know, that that's the bottom line, freedom or death, give it to me and, and respect my sovereignty as a human being or, or face the consequences, which in this case, uh, I, I believe that this is a unique opportunity Adam has given all of us. And the opportunity is to see what happens when a person stands up. They, they have all of their own justifications on paper as to why they think they're okay in holding him in a cage. And he's saying it's unjust. And the majority of us, I believe, would agree on Adam's side saying, no, of course, this is ridiculous. No victim, no crime, et cetera, et cetera. He's standing on it, and he has, he has given us an opportunity to see what happens when enough people get behind him in support of that. If enough of us are supporting him continuously, and he stands firm, these will get dropped, and he will get away with it. And, uh, and I'll love him all the more for it, but we need to continue that to other people as well. This is just, he is showing us and giving us an opportunity to see it in action, to see if you're paying attention to this, when he gets released, because he's not going to do anything otherwise, and they'll just immediate release and and don't play your tyrannical games. We're going to see what happens. Like I said, I think it's an opportunity, and I think uh, I thank Adam for that opportunity. Um, and I'm here to support him. I'm here to, to call this number that you have on the screen. Uh, uh, this is another number that at 2 p.m. today, 16 minutes from now, you can call uh, that number and that access code, and you can listen into the to the terrorist proceedings uh, of everybody that they're running through their systems, not just Adams. They'll call up a few different peoples, and we're gonna we're gonna call that live uh, around that time to listen to Adam. Uh, Adam to listen to them to listen to what happened. So let, let's bring on let's bring on uh, Adam's faithful co-host, GI Mary Jane. Uh, see what she has to say about the situation. Hey, hey guys. Um, so just, I mean, whoo, it's been a it's been a wild few days. Uh, but Adam's holding strong in there, and I am so happy to see that everybody's kind of already understanding where he's going with this. We heard him say a lot of those, a lot of things in that statement that he made that I want to get back to later because we only have 15 minutes before we can call this line here. Uh, but I want to first catch everybody up to date. There's a lot of people in the comments right now asking what happened. Um, on Friday, Adam was driving home from a We Are Change Colorado demonstration where they were 
standing up for justice for Johnny Hurley. Um, he stayed the night. He, he drove home the next morning. And on his way back from Colorado, about four hours from where the event happened, he got pulled over for not having license plates. Um, having driven with him a lot, this has happened before. It's, it's a ticket. You move on. That's a whole nother discussion. He tried to go live on Facebook and the feed cut at five seconds. Not sure what happened with that. I got to talk to him a little bit today, but I wasn't able to talk to him long enough to figure out what happened there. Uh, but instantly I knew that something had had gone down when when he didn't go live. And then an hour later, he hadn't answered my text. And then two hours and three hours and four hours. Um, and then finally on Saturday, we heard the news that he had been arrested uh, for possession of psilocybin mushrooms. Um, you know, a crime in Colorado, where ironically enough, four hours up the road where he was just at, it has been decriminalized. So that's that's a little frustrating, right? That imaginary line is what dictates whether or not you're a criminal in the eyes of, of these guys with guns and fancy costumes. Not sure what led to drug dogs being called out to the truck, but I know that drug dogs came to the truck. They sniffed their way around. Um, I've seen drug dogs hit a lot when there's absolutely nothing in the vehicle. Not really sure how well-trained they are. That being said, uh, Adam ends up in, in a holding cell. Uh, he's refusing to bail in, or I'm sorry, bond in. He's refusing to bail out, and he's refusing to stand in front of the judge uh, simply on the principles of, look, this is, this is an illegal arrest. Per my constitutional rights, I have a right to medicate myself. I have a right to be in possession of this plant. I'm not creating a victim. Give me my shit back. Tell me you're sorry and let me go home. And I think anybody who's been arrested for a victimless crime feels that same way when they're in there. They're like, God, oh, they feel that way, but you're terrified. You're not going to tell the men with the guns to go fuck themselves that you want your stuff back and this is wrong because you know the men with the guns could do something terrible to you. In fact, we've seen it happen all over the media for years. Johnny Hurley was just gunned down by police, as Adam mentioned in his uh, statement. So yes, like Jim said, Adam is taking one for the team here, giving us all an example of what happens when you stand strong to your principles like he is, and hopefully inspiring everybody to have the strength to do the same thing. Because let's say a dozen people come into your local jail every night for weed or Coke or speed or I, whatever. They weren't hurting anybody. They were standing on the streets. Next thing you know, guys in costumes with guns come and assault them and steal their possessions and throw them in a cage. Then you get in there and they have you sign all this paperwork. They try to give you drugs. Absolutely. Actually like shots in your arms. Um, as Adam mentioned, they try to give them the COVID vaccine, which I'm, I'm really Curious to hear the whole story on that. Uh, then they have you sign this paper, pay them a ransom. You can call it bail all you want. You didn't hurt anybody. You are a prisoner of the drug war at that point. They want you to pay this ransom and then they'll let you go home. But they'll let you go home with this piece of paper over your head that says, if you spit the wrong way in the wind, a police officer walking by has the right to bring you in before your trial date. And they completely rob you of your freedom right then and there. And they trick you into thinking that you've maintained your freedom because you're going home to eat your mac and cheese and watch your football, but you're not free there. So we're going to figure out what happened here. Adam's done this before. Uh, he did it in Texas. He did something similar in new Orleans. 
And if we all did this, so imagine 12 people get taken into your local jail every night and they refuse to bond in. They refuse to see the judge. Next thing you know, the jails are overcrowded. What are they going to do? They're going to have to stop enforcing these laws. We could literally bring the drug war to a halt in a matter of weeks. If 50% of the nonviolent criminals that end up in a holding cell every night practice what Adam's doing right now. Um, so I'm excited to see where it goes. We're 10 minutes away from his second arraignment hearing, uh, where as you heard, he will be handing that letter off to the judge. I'm interested to see if he or she will read it. Um, on Monday's arraignment hearing, the judge saw the caller. So when you call this number right here, um, it puts you in a queue that the judge can somehow see. And it's as if you're sitting in the courtroom. So I guess something to thank COVID for that we have that option right now while Adam is in need of our community support. Uh, so we're going to listen in. I, I, anybody who does call, I just want to lay this out there. Be respectful. There is an option to speak. And if you speak out of turn, they'll, they'll stop you. And it'll look bad for Adam. Uh, we need to stand by the same principles he does and be respectful while the tyrant is running their mouth and let Adam handle this the way he wants to handle this. But we need to be there in support of him. The judge will see it. Uh, they're going to call a few names first, probably. Maybe not. Maybe they'll maybe they'll call him first. When I spoke to him today, he seemed to be in pretty good spirits. Uh, and he's of the opinion that he might get out in a few days, but didn't get into detail about why. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I don't know. It's rough. It's uh, it's it's tough to watch out here, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, go Adam. I'm I am so incredibly proud right now of the example that he's setting because that's terrifying. People die in jail. Uh, heads up, by the way. Last time my boyfriend got put in jail, he's dead. So it's it's a real thing. Yeah, and on that note, if you don't mind, uh, I, I meant to say this before too on our last uh, update or whatnot. I just want to go on record as saying as a person that knows Adam very well, and I guarantee you that GI Mary Jane, Joey Lee can testify. I can 112% guarantee you that Adam would in no way, shape or form ever hurt himself in a cage. So if anything like that happens, there's a flood happening because I can promise you upfront disclaimer he that's not who he is in the first place he you you can hear it in his voice i mean you can hear him in the cage he's he's bothered by it but he's in no way shape or form does he feel like this is the end of the road for him you know and he's a, he 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 understands this is just a game that they're trying to force him to play and he's very well as you said he's done it before so he's very good at knowing you know his limits and bottom line he's not going to hurt himself so no he's not and that's all the more reason why we've got to stay on calling every day and just checking in hey how's adam doing this morning um that way we can make sure that that nothing fishy happens uh steve freeman says how's adam's arm we don't have a lot of time before we have to call in but his arm was injured in the arrest or the booking, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of unclear. I still don't have the police report yet. And Lord knows if it's even going to include the injury. Uh, his father reported to me that it was broken. 
and they sent a nurse in to look at it. And I guess now new science says that you can visually see if an arm is broken. Have you heard that one? Did that come out with all the new COVID science? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. When the when the regular seasonal flu disappeared, regular minute fractures disappeared as well. <laughs> Somehow. Of course, that all makes sense. That all makes sense. So, um, I, I don't know. He said it's hurt really bad. He he didn't talk more from there. But Adam's a bull, man. He'll sit on an injury for a long time and you know nurse it back to health. I'm. Worry about blood clotting and things like that. I, I, there's so many things that can happen. They they give you zero medical attention, and this isn't something they're doing to pick on Adam. I just want to lay that out there for anybody who's watching who hasn't been to activist summer camp yet. Uh, this is just what they do to you. There's there's no medical attention there, and there's a list about this long of medication that they're actually allowed to administer you. So if you're on some medication that you've been taking for a long time that has dangerous side effects, if you quit cold turkey you're going to have to deal with that from inside your concrete cell. Yeah. And that's the reality of our, our humane prison systems as they're presented to us. Yep. That's why you'll sit in a cage. Uh, well, Adam's not cause he's in solitary cause he refuses the TB and whatnot. Another smart choice of his, but in general population jail, you'll see uh, heroin addicts going through their withdrawals, getting dope sick. It's, it's not a fun time. It's not a, it's not a good, environment to be in for sure it kills people it, it literally kills people but but the police don't have to claim liability for ripping you off of your drugs because right. when you have a heart attack after you get out or when when you kill yourself when after you get out or god knows what other tragic event happens and there's a list of things that happen to people when your liver shuts down after you get out it's got nothing to do with the jail because it, it happened while you were out and even if it happened when you're in your, your liver shut down that wasn't due to our treatment. It must be due to COVID or yeah. something else, right? Are the jail's going to blame COVID now for all the deaths. That's going to be the next thing. That'd be fucked up. So we, I want to remind people, I mean, you can obviously just listen right here because I'm just going to play it on speaker and put it by the microphone. Uh, but it'd be, it'd be one notch cooler if you called the number yourself and did the code because like, like G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe. G.I. Joey Lee. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> Whatever. I never know which to call you. Whatever. Like G.I. Mary Jane said, they know how they can see a number of how many people are on. So if all of a sudden they call Adam Kokesh, uh, well, if they have a thousand people watching and then Adam Kokesh isn't going to be seen and they move to the next person and 995 of them fall off of the list. They're going to know that there was over 900 people there listening and wanting to know what's going on with Mr. Kokesh, Sergeant Kokesh. Uh, was, uh, Captain was Freebeard. Saying. Captain Freebeard. Yeah. All the various different titles the man has. So if you do call this number though, it's super simple. Just call the number. Uh, they, they, they ask your ID. Uh, or something they say your id number and then they say if you don't know it just push pound or something you just push pound and they move on without an, an id or whatever so you put in the access code and then just say you don't know the other part and then it and then you'll start hearing a live court proceeding at that point in my opinion i don't even i don't know the mechanics of when they can hear you and when they can't so i just go ahead and mute my phone so that i'm not mistakenly you know because i don't want them to 
Say, oh, hold on, get the IP address, that phone, and go lock them in the cage. I, 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 you might be able to still be held contempt in court. So you, you are in a courtroom, remember, when you're calling in. So let 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 Captain Freebeard handle it the way he's going to handle right. it. Now, right. on Monday, the judge actually stopped for a minute and said, I see there's a lot of people on the line. Would anybody need, does anybody need to address the court, ask permission first, uh, which I attempted to, and they asked in regards to, and when I said Adam, they're like, well, he's not coming out, so there's yeah. no reason to discuss. So um, yeah. there may be a point where she will open the phones. I mean, if you see that many people there, maybe she will give us, us the people, uh, a minute. So yeah, when, when it's time, when we start listening in, um, you guys call in too, if you're watching, and leave your phone off speaker and just kind of tuck it under a pillow or something, you know, keep it out of the way uh, that way you, and make sure you mute it, be respectful. Um, and that way we can listen in and show Adam support. I mean, I'm going to be calling from my phone here too, even though Jim's calling from his, if you have two phones and a tablet call, if you have your wife's phone and your uh, 12 year old's phone call, um, this one's real simple and it should be real quick. Adam's not coming out. He's made that clear, uh, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't need the support. He needs the support even more for that because this judge and America, whoever's going to see this, needs to see what we, the people, are capable of. I wish I could. I wish protest. I could know. I wish I could know a way to make sure the judge sees this. You know, sees other other people like organizing to support him you know what i mean I, just, oh they've researched the captain there talked to me he's like i looked right. at him up and i just want to tell you i support your guy's mission and then he went this whole good cop i'm a libertarian thing which you can't yeah that's you can't be a libertarian and a cop they've researched in my, that in my opinion. Opinion. they were getting into uh christian christian what's his he, he said he, uh, he didn't know i almost i almost have empathy for the kid because i'm not sure if he knows what he got himself into and you know even though it sounds like a threat it, it's it's not adam is a pro at killing people with love kindness and principle um and i i almost i hope i hope that every cop that sees this is inspired at the end of it at least to get through to their retirement and maybe maybe actually start being a public servant when they're done We'll see. We'll see. We start seeing a lot of firings if that's the case. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to bring up. He. I. I almost want to play it again because he mentioned the cops' names, the arresting officer, and then right after that, he mentioned two cops that had the same last name. Is that literally like brothers? Two brothers? It might are, be. This is like a little be, podunk Colorado yeah. town. It's. I. I used to frequent that area. There's hot springs and Tibetan monasteries. Uh, actually, it'd be cool. If I could get, by the way, I am uh, coming live from Orion Studios in Baltimore, Maryland. Of course, I'm on the East Coast and not nowhere near Adam when all this is going down, which is even more stressful. Uh, but yeah, I almost wish I can be there so we can uh, we can take some Zen hot, but, but hot springing therapy when he gets out. But uh, he is he's ready to get back to Gardenia. He's like, I'm going to get my truck and I want to go the fuck home. And I've got a rec center to build. He's he's yeah. not faltered from any of his missions. It's great. About that time, isn't it? Yeah, it's about that time. Let me go ahead and give it a, a ringy dingy. Oh. Hold on here, Jim. Um, Rick okay. Coffee just chimed in and says the number might have changed last minute. That's fine. Well, let me find out. Yep, see what you did. 
Or what? I'm calling the regular number. Welcome to WebEx. Enter your access code or meeting number followed by pound. Enter your attendee ID number followed by pound. If you do not know your attendee number, press pound to continue. Like this. But we'll go ahead and... Um, it worked for me, the 720. Reset you for another pre-trial conference. So, so you hear it okay? I get a PR round or... Um, yeah, so I'm reinstating. You can go on your pre bond with all the previous conditions. And um, looks like that was a. Okay, well, this is somebody else's case, so I don't, I don't necessarily have to play that on air. But it, you see how it worked. So everybody saw how that worked. You just dial the number, type the access code, say you don't know the ID code. I'm muted right now. Change on the docket, so it is possible that you were originally scheduled for today, and that can change. And notice this didn't get to you in time for that change. I'm not sure. I, I feel like I'm watching one of those 80 telethons things. Yeah. Mute your phones, people. Mute your phones, guys. That's what I'm going to do. It's this button right here. I'm sorry, Vegas. This has nothing to do with you. So, as I said, I believe that with that change, can the judge that they were changing court date? So, I think that's probably what happened, or there's a good chance that that's what happened. So that's why I'm reinstating that bond and going to give you a new court date. People so better mute their phones. My shit is muted. I showed it. Yeah, don't fuck this up for Adam, guys. This will directly affect him, either in a positive or a negative way. It's the one that you had before. It's the one that you had before. The same PR bond that you had. The PR bond. Okay, so they're not talking about people anymore. They're still talking about the case. So whoever it was obviously muted. So let's keep that. Mute, mute, mute yourself. Get this guy a new terrorist date. Yes, please mute phones. Please mute your phone when calling. No, I hung up. I hung up. I hung up. I they I I hung up. You hear me? I can I hear you just now because I heard reverb from my phone of things I said on the stream. I I swear to God, I just heard myself, my own voice in the call. My phone I'm looking at my phone, it was muted, but I heard my own voice come out of my speakerphone of my phone just now. Mm. And I feel like it might have been so I just hung up in case I was the one for some. My phone was muted. I'll turn mine on. I even showed it. That was scary. No, I mean if you're able to call Mr. Wyman once it's out of court, out of custody, that would be a good Sorry. idea. I'll turn about the changing court date. 
If you don't have a phone number for him, call the court clerks and they should be able to get you a phone number for Mr. Wyman. Okay. If he's going to be your attorney going forward. Okay. And I'm going to set you on January 12th at 1.30. Okay. All right, so we're still not to Adam yet. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's creeping me out so bad. I don't think they heard me because, obviously, they would have said something about it. Because it was okay, literally, so I, sw right now. I swear to God, it was the part where I said I called them terrorists. That's what came back out of my phone. Right hand to God. Okay. Mr. Valencia, anything further from defense? Okay. So that's January 12th at 1.30. Okay. All right. Somebody else's trial still. Yeah, and actually, you know, Rick Coffey, I know you're watching because I saw you in the comments. Um, if you could text me, you said you talked to them and the number changed. I really hope we're not on the wrong access line here. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Again, there's a number of individuals on the line. Just a reminder, unless I've asked you to speak or... If I've muted your line, you need to keep it on mute. Anyone who unmutes their line at a time when I'm not asked you to speak will be expelled from the meeting. Mr. Valenti, I'm sorry, you were about to speak. I was just going to say this next gentleman refused to speak to my office, Judge, and I think, according to the jail deputies, has refused the public defender. So Here we go. Okay. Mr. Valenti, like it might have been him. Yeah. They said oh, he refused. Well, they said he refused a public defender. Hello, Judge. Um, we've spoken with Adam, and he is uh, wishing to appear in front of the court today. He did write a letter diving out to uh, Mr. Valenti, Mr. Raines. Yourself. I don't know where we did get that. Okay, we did get that. So let's talk about this. This is 2021 CR 80. Uh, Mr. Kokesh was on for advisement originally on Monday. He refused to be seen on Monday, so we continued it to today. Um, right now, all we have is an affidavit in support of warrantless arrest. I have not been able to advise Mr. Kokesh or have him address bond because he's refused to speak the judge um, for advisement. At this point, what I would like to do, uh, Mr. Raines, is instead of going to get some formal charges in there, so we have that as well, but I'm likely to set it for next Wednesday as soon as I think they'll have a judge in person to watch so he can be brought in person to be advised in person. Um, he's refusing to be seen, then, then we're not able to address bonds without him and his input on bonds. Um, I'm going to have them send, I believe we have uh, a written, not I'll find one, a written advisement of rights that we'll send over to him, and then he'll be advised again when we have it on for return filing of charges, which we'll do on December 22nd. I believe it's the next time they have a judge there, and we'll do that at 1 o'clock. Mr. Reigns, if you have any other um, 
anything else you'd like to raise with the court on this matter or any, anything else you'd like to suggest in this matter, I'll hear that now. One, I would ask whether or not the court had issued a mandatory protection order pursuant to uh, one, 1001 or whatnot. Um, no, since I haven't seen them, it hasn't been issued. I can issue that and send it over with the advisement, but it will be simply the general protection order. There's no named victim as far as I know. Of course, there, there is not. I just wanted to make sure that was done. Um, and, uh, I will get the charges filed by the next court date. Um, and I guess the only other question I, I would ask is, I, I guess the court would find the defendant, uh, refusing to participate. That's uh, on him. It is at this point, which means that he's giving up his right to address bond at our bond hearing that we have this set for today, as I see it. Um, we'll send a written advisement of rights. Uh, if he refuses to be seen, we'll send a written advisement of rights, and, and then once we have the formal charges, those will be sent over as well, and then we'll have him seen in person. Um, if it's the virtual part that is bothering him, I'm not sure. But we'll have him seen in person. She clearly didn't read the letter. Obviously. That's what the court said, so to make it a little easier for for Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Rains. So there at the jail, if you'll let Mr. Kokesh know, since he refuses to see me today, then I'm finding on the record that he is giving up his right to be heard on bond today. We'll send a written advisement as well as a written copy of the protection order, and we'll arrange for him to be seen in person on the judge from the judge in Sawatch County on December 22nd at 1 o'clock. And I'm requiring the district attorney's office to have formal charges filed on or before that date. Sounds good, Your Honor. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Rains. Hold on. Hold so on. If anybody says anything. Don't hang up you yet, guys. I don't think she's going to open the floor this time. Hmm. You guys, I'm smoking weed in court right now. <laughs> what the fuck is the protection order for? I, yeah, and they said then there's no victim. Well, how can there be a protection a protection against what? Against you fucks that injured a combat veteran and stole his medicine on the side of the road because he didn't have metal plates on his vehicle? They used dogs to intimidate him, to attempt to intimidate him? These are all things I want to say in the court. Um, I think it's over now. You guys can all hang up. Um, I wouldn't doubt that they barely have any trials in there. It is a small town. Uh, and, and really, it's creepy when you look them up online, man. They're no joke. They shot a veteran dead in his house, having a PTSD meltdown a few years ago. Uh, so I'm, I'm concerned, and that's why we need to keep calling. Um, pop that jail number up, Jim. Uh, that is the Sawatch. Finally, four days later, I can connect. It's like Sawatch, Sawatch. I guess it depends on whether you're an ignorant American or trying to pronounce things. For, I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, Segway. we had to keep calling for Adam's safety. And, and, you know, I'm inspired by this, how many people called. And, you know, it got like the wheels in my head turning. Like, you can do a local inmate search right on your phone in most places. Like, what if we all just woke up every morning and made it a point to make one phone call a day in defense of a nonviolent offender being held in our local prison? Like, what if? You know, well, the, yeah. might to, yeah. They might be yeah. used to mom and dad and brother calling, but what if just random strangers were like, hey, I saw this in the news and I think you should let this guy go because they're going to cry. Yeah. Yeah, it's a worthwhile it's a worthwhile venture. I like. I mean, if everybody is literally going to be doing that, we could. There's certain people I would like to see released first. <laughs> I guess that would do more, uh, more get more benefits out of it. You know, like I don't know, but I mean, I guess that's just my bias talking. You know, human nature yeah. bias type shit. Anyways, we got uh, Ant and Mr. Baxley backstage. Shall we bring them up and, and yeah. get some feedback from them? Here we go. Welcome. I'll bring both of you up at the same time. You ready? What up, fellas? Yo. How's it's it going? Sam's audio. Yeah, you're good. Joey, we heard you come through on the court line. I guess you weren't muted or whatever. It was all of a sudden the judge was talking and we just heard oh, something me? about a telethon. Yeah, something about a telethon or something. Um, I wasn't watching the stream because I was on the oh. phone with the court. So, yeah, it was How you. Was I, <laughs> was Did you hear my voice at all, Matt? I don't think so, Jim. I don't, I don't think I picked up on you. I, I just heard Joey briefly. I put there my been phone some... up and showed you guys that it was muted. Didn't I put it on the screen like... No, I don't know. Really? Something screwy is going on. I heard you. Yeah, I heard you. They might have unmuted you on purpose just so you could, whatever, but I heard you. So, oh, I wonder if they could do that. Like, if I mute they my can. phone, they, they muted us. They, they muted us. No, they the can mute button. you, but but if you, but like, in StreamYard, in StreamYard, yeah, in StreamYard, Matt, if you mute yourself right now, then me, even as the producer, I can't unmute you. It tells me you chose to mute yourself. But if I mute you, you can unmute. You know what I mean? Like, I got they, you. Yeah. like if I mute my phone, they shouldn't be able to mute, unmute my that. phone from their end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I unmute my phone, then yeah, they can mute my line. That makes total sense. I but muted mine after I heard them say that, though. But I hadn't hit any buttons to unmute myself. It says it tells you when you call in, you have to hit the button to unmute yourself. Right. I didn't do. I don't know. I just heard That's a little Joey. <laughs> Damn. That's some screwy shit. I don't know what's going on with the iPhones or StreamYard or whatever. Whatever I heard, and I can't wait to rewatch the video and see if it if it catches if it, it in it the up. audio. Because I yeah. swear to God, that was eerie. That was crazy. Wow. Um. So wow. I was wondering. Does Adam have access to like the commissary? You know, there's the um... no, no, no. I was he wondering about to book it. Uh, he's not signing anything, and until you sign things and take their drugs, or if you don't take your drugs, they they, they send you to a room for a few days for timeout before they let you have that. So, no, I I don't I don't even think he was technically supposed to be talking to me today. Uh, but they're getting. You heard what the the bailiff or whoever said, they said, if the court can make this easier on the county jail, that'd be great. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. 
basically what I heard, basically what I heard from the judge who you are painfully right, obviously has not read the letter at all. Uh, yeah. Not even. I don't know at. why he's uncomfortable. To she literally said, if it's the virtual thing, like maybe yeah. he wants to do virtual court. Are you serious? You think it's a COVID thing? You think? No, I think they're making about like a unibomber, like scared attack or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And a protection order? Like, I want to know what that's all about. Oh, but... well, they said they said there is no protection order because there is no victim. So I thought that was cool that they addressed that. Well, what are they sending over? They said yeah, they were said sending, over... sending over a protection order. Right. Uh. All I heard was them like the advisory um, advising him of his rights. Or I, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, they're sending that you, over with the protection order. You heard in the <laughs> recording though that that he made that um, the correctional officers tried to bribe two other inmates into yeah. complaining on Adam for harassment. For harassment? Because the for TV was too loud. Like that's the tricks they're playing in here, what? and and. And, and a forced vaccine, I, I want to know about that. I mean, they try to force some vaccines on you, but he said COVID vaccine specifically. I heard yeah. that. Uh, this is getting deep. It really is. And yeah, clearly, yeah. you know, the judge doesn't read. It's so crazy knowing only bits and pieces of it, because like you said, Adam, for one reason or another, who you would think would be the person who you, we should listen to, is the one he he for some reason or another feels like they're just going to say okay you win here you go mr kokesh here's your stuff and and when we apologize which i want to go on record as saying i absolutely believe is possible if enough of us if there was a thousand people on that on that line watching and they noticed that and if too much time passes and they keep playing their bullshit game and he keeps making his demands and they're not met. And those thousand of us are calling every single day asking yeah. why he's not being released. Well, then, well eventually the, uh, they can advise without him. They, they can move forward without yeah, him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. That's what, that's what but I was going to say what he too. Did that's in New Orleans, what's really right? going on. You, you, know, you guys, you know what he did in New Orleans? Remind me anyway. When Driver. when he was released, he refused to be released too. He made them dress him and wheel him out to the front lobby. Oh, yeah, 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 he yeah. still refused to comply because at this point they made a judgment without him being present, which is even more shady than all the events that precede that. Right, which is what which what's uh, possibly going to happen this time. It sounds like they're. I just I'm sorry to cut you off, Jim, but it's 420 Eastern right now. So let's hit that button and lighten this mood up a little bit real quick. <laughs> oh, I got I to switch. Oh, unless you here. don't have it queued up, it's fine. But happy well, 420. Well, I didn't, but it's easy enough. This one's for Adam. I posted the press release on the South Carolina LP uh, channel and crickets, man. Nobody even said anything. <laughs> There's all they're all fighting Mises and whoever not Mises right now. They're all fighting about all this other stuff, and it's like yeah, there's actually something you could be doing worthwhile right now, you know? Like, 
nothing. Yeah. Well, Mike yeah, reached out to me and asked me what was going on, and I told him, and he hasn't opened the messages yet. So hopefully he gets to that. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are um, there's two groups in Colorado right now that are preparing for the reality of an in-person demonstration. Nice. Uh, I wish I was thing. closer. Yeah. Um, it's cold as fuck out there. But could you imagine if we had like a bunch of van lifers and schoolies in the parking lot at that jail, just occupying it? That'd be tight. It probably wouldn't be too hard to match the population of Center, Colorado. I don't know how many people live there, but I can't imagine it's too many thousands. I think like 200. Like I used to go yeah. out there to a hot spring property and dude, it's, it's desolate. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, what's, what's that show survivor or whatever. It's like survivor man level stuff, you know, I was going mean, to say South quite. Park, but, but. It is, and actually, it is very close to South Park, where Adam Adam is not far from the actual <laughs> South Park right now. So that's uh, Adam got we we could we could almost say Adam got arrested for mushrooms in South Park. And what kind of great clickbait would that be? We're not gonna we're not gonna yeah. mislead anybody that much. But no, he's very close. So so it, so it sounds to me like the judge is saying uh, in her in her government speak that the, the purpose of all their pr proper proceedings and everything, and to be able to justify it within themselves, what they're doing to him, they're They are supposed to be able to put him in front of him and explain all of his rights to him. But because he's not being seen, they're going to type them all out and just send them to him. And then that will be good enough for them to justify saying, well, we know what he, he knows what his rights are because we sent it to him and he read them. So then he's going to then they can move on in their proceedings and they're going to do like they did in, like you said, New Orleans. They're just going to go ahead with charge them and say, OK, well, he doesn't want to be seen, but he did this. And here's all our evidence that pats ourselves on the back. And there he is. He's this is his crime and they're going to charge him. I don't know. It's all scary. And I don't want to see that happen, you know, because it's. Yeah, he's but well, it's, it's really going to bring to light the corruption of of the state. I even, and, and here's, here's the funny part. When I called to see about the police report, which by the way is available, but you have to walk in with your feet and, and get it. So I'm working on somebody on ground there to do it. Uh, but the woman's looking through when she's in, she just, uh, she doesn't know what's going on. Uh, it's a different police department, which, and that's weird yeah. too. He's in a jail and a different municipality arrested him so i don't know what's up with that either well the, the town probably doesn't have a jail they probably just have a county jail so that's probably why they transferred in there yeah that but makes sense. what i well, thought was funny was lady. that's also why they're trying to get them out of there it's because they're just a county jail and they even said hey to relieve the stress on a county jail can we please expedite right. this because and the, there was a person before him i don't know if you guys heard that i thought there was a person before him there that said that he wouldn't order he refused to be seen too I didn't hear no, that. That was, that, that, he said, that was that was what that was a defend a public defender in there who was before they even said Adam's name walked up to the bench and said this guy refused bond I'm not going to see him that's that was the public defender that was in the courtroom that was going to be assigned to him yeah he said he refused to speak to oh, me via the public defender but what I think is funny is that this they said they made it out like this was to set bond to arrange his bond it but is. they offered him bond this weekend right. I think because so of the like, phone calls. Right? I, I, yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to get this motherfucker out of here, please. 
Oh, wow. Oh, Greg Miller, $25. Truth will prevail. Thank you, Gregor Miller. Uh, the truth will prevail. I, I like that meme, which is why I picked it for the audio from when Adam called. Um, can you pull it up, just the meme, Jim? Because I always say this quote wrong. Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me reopen it. So it's Sawatch. We, we at least learned how to say it right now, right? Sawatch. Sawatch. Yeah. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah, Swatch A. I'm still going to call it Saguchi. I like Saguchi too. Cool, that's, that's what I was saying. Saguchi. It make, it, it's fun. It, it's, it makes it more lighthearted, right? That there is yeah. an internment camp in the middle of the mountains. The Saguchi internment camp. Now, you know what? But by saying Swatch is probably some native. Yeah. Uh, name or it's something like Sasquatch. Little asshole right now so yeah. i apologize i'm just being a smart ass you guys that's funny boom yeah he says i know we're on the right side oh, first of all this is from the 9-11 speech he did in california i know we're on the right side because our weapons are love nonviolence, humor and memes their weapons are fear violence threats and lies Love beats fear, and that is why they will lose every time. No doubt. Amen. Amen. Like and I've got people in comment threads like, why is he giving up his freedom? He's losing. Like, you know, that, no. Well, this come is, on. What, you're free? When, when you pay a ransom, right, and then you leave with a piece of paper that says you can't do anything wrong until you come back and – that's, is that not crazy? to mention Adam's passivism. As, as a passivist, it's not like he's going to fucking kill the cop instead of go to jail, right? Like, no. who would even consider that as an option? Uh, yeah, like, what would you expect him to do, right? Yeah. If they found him guilty of this so-called crime, the best case scenario was probation, which means he's still not free. Right. You know, so it's not—he's not, not going to be free if they—if they try to railroad him, no matter what. So he's doing the only thing he has control over right now, and he's showing—I mean. It's a good power move because he's literally taking that power from them and be like, no, you're not holding me if you want to. You're holding me because I'm making you now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like you deal with me. You're holding me captive. It's not okay. You deal with me. I'm not playing your game. And you have every right to do that. You really do. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's. Oh, I think the, the dogs. Is I want to. I want to touch on the dogs, too. Um, so Thelma and Louise. Ugh, I'm mad. Thelma and Louise, I was told, the city got picked up on Friday. We didn't hear anything about it until Saturday. The Humane Society lady called me to tell me that the dogs were being penned in the same cage and they were in good spirits. They were eating well and that the shelter doesn't open until Tuesday. And my heart was like, what? And then she said, but I'm going to come in on Monday so you can get the dogs, which, so we're still talking Friday, Saturday, when she called me Sunday, Monday, two days from when she called, uh, when the David Jones got there, good Samaritan who happened to live nearby, saw our pleas from help and, and, and came to the call, um, lived close by, went to get the dogs and instantly reported to me that they were being housed outside in a crate. So they were in the same crate outside in Colorado, where it got down to like 12 degrees without factoring in a wind chill on Saturday night. I, a couple more days and these dogs would have been dead. I don't care how much you feed them if they're popsicles, 
and, and they, they had a little frostbite on their ear, which they say is getting better. I'm, I'm a nervous wreck because I'm all the way over here instead of anywhere near home. And I just want to get them back home to Gardenia where they're safe and cozy before, before yeah. anything. Then again, I want to keep them close by so Adam can have the girls when he gets out. Like that's, that's going to feel good. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, like I said, he told me today he thought he might be out of here in a day or two. Clearly, that's not going to happen. The judge is saying next week. I'll have to listen back. I didn't write any of those trial dates down, but we'll keep the public updated, of course. Yeah, and that makes it just that much more important. Everybody keep calling. Keep calling. Obviously, we're wearing them down. So yeah. I'm sure Adam appreciates everybody. If you're, yeah. Support. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> I, I, I I'd like to uh, say I if anybody happens to know because uh, I I see on YouTube every once in a while bigger channels do like uh, their take on shit that's happening. You know what I mean? Like I one of them just for an example, high impact flicks. Uh, you know, super libertarian in my opinion, etc. He just did a video not too long ago, a couple days ago, about a guy driving in Colorado who argued uh, he didn't have a driver's license or plates and he had the definitions for the words and Supreme Court rulings, etc. And he argued his way basically out of these cops. He happened to meet a cop who was like super into it and he they, like he avoided every trap guy. They tried to say, oh, you're a sovereign citizen. And he was like, don't try to put labels on me, blah, blah, blah. You know, and he and he explained that drivers are people that are making money commercially, et cetera. And he's a traveler. So you, if I'm a traveler on the road and I mean, it's a it's a really great video. And the guy in the video articulates it well. And the guy, Brian, from High Impact Flicks gives a great commentary on the video itself, too. And where I'm going with this is I would love to see Brian, if anybody knows how to get a hold of him or an email to, to send ideas to him to, it'd be great to see him do that audio from Adam and his take on it and, and get him and his crowd paying attention to it. And, oh, there's a guy right now in live time, Adam Kokesh, a known Lurian, who's standing on every principle and ground that we so dearly hold as true libertarians, you know? So I, I, I don't know. Like I said, if anybody happens to know emails of him or other people with very large channels, yeah. whose, whose libertarian like minded ideas happen to coincide with this, you know, we should get them taking that video, that clip that you made uh, Joey and, and of just Adam's message while in captivity we need that message to be mirrored and commented on and shared with the largest channels yeah. we can find. As yeah, well. well, it's I funny. Say... Um, Marcus worked on his press release last night and got it out this morning. Uh, and not long after he got it out, and I was busy posting it and sharing it around all out of channels and whatnot, they, uh, the phone started ringing. And my spam filter kept kicking it to voicemail. And I'm looking down all of a sudden, I got like four missed calls and I'm like, oh my God, that's going to be Adam, right? <laughs> yeah. The number came from 000000000, swear to God. So I, I, I add it to my contacts, which I add, it's in my contacts now forever is activist summer camp. And, <laughs> and 
then the call came through and we were able to get the recording going and Jesus Christ, was it great to hear his voice. I mean, I, to say I wasn't a nervous wreck would be, would be lying. Like I really want to act like I have my shit together. And I did it first because I know Adam, he's in there loving life, showing these correctional officers that he knows his rights. And, and I love that. And then when I already was hurt, I, the last time one of my partners was in jail hurt and didn't get medical attention, he died. Not in jail. Afterwards, like I said, one of those victims that never gets put on the records because well, it's not the jail's fault. We, we, we ripped you off your medication or we didn't nurse your broken arm. You got gangrene and now you, you died from sepsis. I, this happens all the time. Uh, so I, I've got a legitimate fear and I'm so happy that the community is calling um, there's been a lot of support, um, even helping me get around and keep everything logistically like you, Team Freedom. You guys are freaking incredible. And uh, to everybody who's thrown donations in, by the way, whatever whatever's left after he's out and all as well is, um, I don't know, that's going to be Adams. He's, uh, he's insistent on everybody getting their donations back. Uh, I put that call out. Few people have contacted me, and everybody's staying pretty generous, which is humbling. Um, so I was going to comment. Somebody had asked a question about why he's in jail, no charges. So when you get arrested for something like that, I just want to address that. You, you are arrested because they have enough evidence to file charges on you, so they arrest you typically to hold you for the arraignment or bond if they determine that you're not a flight risk and then you bond out while they while you wait for those charges to be formally filed. So normally that could take like if you bonded out that could take they could take their time six months, a year, whatever they feel like it. But by him doing this and then they're literally trying to now expedite that process to I mean your right to a speedy trial, which is they're never hardly speedy. The last time I was charged for something it took years totally to resolve from the time that I was arrested to the time that the charges were filed and everything else. So uh, this was this the bond trial. This wasn't the actual trial. So they're going to try to get the evidence together to, to file those charges for an actual uh, court appearance. Because Tim T and the judge, if, even though he's already been made bond, you know, and he refused it, like it, it it's, it's kind of weird how they do it. But that's, that's kind of why he's in jail. No charges have been filed yet because they had the evidence to arrest him, they thought, to file the charges. And so they, they typically hold you at that point until the charges are actually filed or they let you out on bond. So if that answers any questions that anybody was asking. Yeah. I wonder if they, uh, if he would agree to being released on his own recognizance or whatever, like without a bond, just on his word. Well, be, I, I mean, he wouldn't sign anything, but you this know, is, is this it is possible that they say, just come back. They kick him out of the jail and say, just go free and please come back on this court date. Yeah, like yeah. They may have to do that. I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, I think they're probably trying to figure out what they can charge him with to get the probable cause. I think that might so, be what they're struggling with. Well, the captain told me that he was charged with possession with intent to distribute mushrooms. But again, I haven't seen the police report. It's out today. So as soon as I'm able to get a hold of somebody with their boots on the ground in Colorado that we trust enough, we'll get that police report out. Oh, that's what I was getting at. When I called about the police report, the woman's like, okay, um, so since he was not the victim 
in the incident, it'll be a $10 fee. And I was like, well, I would totally argue that, you know, it's definitely the, the combat veteran who got roughed up and then robbed on the side of the road is a victim. And she got tell him, thank him for his service. Like, wah, just, mm, I don't even know what to make. You won't let me speak to him. How can I tell him? <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. Blindness. Yeah. Terrible. You guys got anything else to add? If not, I'm going to. Just keep calling everybody. Just. You know, be friendly to them. Ask them how they're doing, and wish them a merry Christmas. And say, happy I'm Hanukkah. I, happy Hanukkah, joyous Kwanzaa. Is there like a, a libertarian festive Christmas thing we need to? I'm need of the I'm of the opinion that Christmas and Santa Claus are based on the distribution of mushrooms by shamans in uh, the Scandinavian countries. If you look at all the symbolism between Santa's suit and the mushrooms with the, the uh, fly a, a Gerda or whatever it is. Um, you can find it. Like, actually, they got so much snow that their houses would be covered in, so they had hatches in the roof, which is where Santa coming down the chimney comes from. And the mushrooms grow underneath uh, conifers, underneath the, the fir trees and stuff up there. So that's where the idea that presence under the tree is the mushrooms that grow in the shade of the snow. Um. Yeah, you can look it up. It's a real thing. Christmas in Santa Claus is based entirely on shamanistic rituals, about the shamans giving people mushrooms to escape the uh, the terrible winter, and they say even the reindeers eat the mushrooms to to kind of get out of the melancholy of winter, and that's, that's where where flying, flying so high, man. It's like uh, flying caribou Christmas. come from. Yeah, that's where the flying caribou or reindeer comes from. Yeah, it's, from Christmas, man. <laughs> it's a real they thing. Like I've, I've looked into dust, it, man. A little, little, yeah. little bit for Santa Claus, a little bit for the reindeer, a little bit more for Santa Claus, a little bit more for Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Like <laughs> I heard about it and I started researching it, and I'm like. No shit. This is legit. This is where Christmas comes from. Jim looks like he's looking it up right now. <laughs> no, I just got a. Uh, oh yeah, I guess I could have found. I yeah okay. An email. But how, for how funny is it? That he's charged Thanks, with possession Barry. of mushrooms, and Christmas is literally based on mushrooms. During the mushroom holiday, that see, this is all. Yeah. It, it's fun. all coming together. The revolution will be televised. It will Adam's be streamed there right now, streamed, yeah. putting a fire under enough asses to move that forward a little bit more because this has been building long before any of our times. Uh, let's let's be real. Yeah, yeah. This I like building. I like saying the revolution will not be televised because it'll be live streamed. Yeah, okay. I like that. I like that because we're all going to figure out how to get the internet when they take it from us. Right? Yep. Do what? It's gonna be live streamed right here from Madam versus the Man. We're gonna tell them uh, we're gonna yeah. live stream. Absolutely. Game freedom. Absolutely. And everybody right. who participates is gonna be part of it. Oh, I'm losing <laughs> battery, you guys. Uh oh. All right. Well, we better wrap it up. Uh, thank you, we... Aunt and Mr. Baxley, for your uh, steadfast support. Love you guys. Everybody stay positive and uh, yeah. Until next week. We're going to keep running. We're gonna, no matter how long, Adam versus the man shall continue. As Are you guys still going to do a show tonight or is this it? No, th this was the okay. show for today. <laughs>
But next week, uh, heaven forbid, Adam is still in this situation. We will remain faithful to the podcast and keep Absolutely. it going. And, and it'll be essentially from here on out, Adam versus the man becomes an update on what's going on with Adam until his release from the terrorist federal government. Yeah, and I'm sure I'll hear from him between now and then, and we'll have another update. Um, and actually, Jim, why don't you run uh, that clip again before, at, you know, to close out the show for anybody who missed it in the beginning, uh, the clip where Adam addresses the body. Um, but before that, uh, Matt, Ant, you guys have anything else to add in? Love you guys. Keep fighting yeah. a good fight. Much love uh, uh, to everybody that doesn't see me again until after Christmas. Love you all and a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, Kwanzaa, whatever holiday, uh, Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate. If you don't celebrate anything, that's cool too. Celebrate freedom, celebrate life, celebrate love. Give somebody mushrooms for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, get a stranger high for the holidays. That's yeah. exactly that's what that's what Adam and I were doing. Uh, all holidays since Thanksgiving, and it feels great. And Ant, are you driving and streaming? Uh, that is a question that I am not at liberty to discuss. Not anymore. He's not. See you later. Dirty criminal. <laughs> See you guys. All right. Just to be clear, are you saying you want to play the whole uh, nine-minute speech again, or eight, or whatever it was? Yeah, we've been on for an hour, 10 minutes. Um, so that'll take us close to an hour and a half, but not quite there. And uh, I know a lot of people didn't tune in in the beginning. And and this message, Jim, this message gave me, well, I don't know. If, oh, you, I, did, I edited it. If you see the original video of me holding my phone up to my other phone, trying to, to listen, I start shaking at some point because I get so overflowed with emotions. And there was no prep about it. I didn't know what Adam was going to do. It was just, hey, I need you to get your phone and record this real quick. And that was that. And this wonderful, epic, incredible, inspirational speech and cry for freedom came next. And uh, it really inspired me. And I've played it for a couple of people that, that aren't even political, right, today. Because um, I'm back home in Baltimore and I'm seeing folks um, and they're like, wow. I mean, it, it moved them too, even though they're not into this sort of thing, if you will. So. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hear it one more time and then we'll let him when he's finished, I'm just going to cut the stream. You're not even going to hear from us again. We're Adam's out of here. Closing out the show. Adam's <laughs> closing out the show. Peace and love y'all choose happiness and be excellent to each other. December 15th, 2021. This is Adam versus the man calling you from the Sawatch County Jail, where I have been in solitary confinement for six days. In a sense, I am here by choice, having declined state bond on Saturday, expecting a decision from a judge on Monday, only to find the hearing delayed until today, because why not? We are all presumed guilty in this legal legal system when accused by corrupt cops. When called for court today, I will remain in my cell as I did on Monday and hand the guard this letter to give to the judge. To my judge, my friends, and my freedom family, from this dark, dingy, solid
military cell, I extend greetings of love, hope, and camaraderie to all who may read this. May you receive this letter in secure health and happiness, and in the spirit of joy with which it is written. We find ourselves in perilous times, but on the brink of a better world for all of us blessed to survive this era of upheaval. As for my circumstances, I have been stopped in my peaceful, righteous journey to deliver anti-suicide medicine to veterans for another government-induced, taxpayer-funded spiritual retreat. I have been told countless lies, separated from my truck, my property, and my dogs, violated in my Fourth Amendment rights, assaulted, injured, denied medical care, threatened with forced COVID vaccination, denied my PTSD medications, put on a cycle for no reason, deliberately tortured, falsely accused, threatened with more false charges, denied basic human rights, and kept from due process. Every step along the way, I have been thanked for my military service, making me wonder more and more why I enlisted, but less and less why we have a veteran suicide epidemic. Like a beautiful song, the words of Mario Savio from Berkeley in 1964 echo in my heart. There comes a time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart that you can't even passively take part. You've got to throw your body upon the gears and upon the levers and indicate to the people running it that if you are not free, the machine will be prevented from operating at all. While I am just one body, caught in the gears against my will with no hope of stopping anything alone, I would rather be here than standing to the side with a heart aching for every victim of this cruel machine that is living on your knees. I would rather die on my feet. But if everyone stood up to injustice with just passive resistance, refusal of pay bond, and rejection of plea deals, the evil machine would grind to a halt and we could hang together, not separately. As for my accusations of crimes, where are my victims? No victim, no crime. Besides having done nothing wrong by the laws of God, nature, and morality, I have technically done nothing wrong by U.S. law either. As an American citizen, I was exercising my right to travel, a right enshrined in law and precedent, not a privilege I must purchase. As a legally registered member of the Oklahoma Native American Church and self-professed Wiccan, I am legally allowed to possess psilocybin as sacrament and medicine. For a complete explanation fully citing law and precedent, please see my motion to dismiss filed in Wise County in the case of Texas v. Kokesh, which I will gladly provide upon request as soon as I am able to access it. By contrast, the police who arrested me are criminals acting under color of law, enjoying false privileges of a protected class of American criminals. My friend Johnny Hurley, the hero of Arvada, was killed by a cop even though he was, had just stopped a mass shooter intent on killing cops in a case of mistaken identity. The cops involved in my arrest, Christian Guadarrama, Aaron Fresquez, and Adam Fresquez should be held criminally liable, civilly liable, and I would like to file charges against them. Cops who shoot first and ask questions second are a menace to the public and themselves and should be taken off the streets. Like Hurley, I have come to hold a mirror up to the center police department. I would also like to file charges against Sheriff Dan Warwick and the captain of Sawatch County Jail for the inhumane treatment here. 
Also, Deputy Young for threatening me with additional charges when she tried to get inmates within earshot to file harassment charges for trying to get them to turn down the TV. Nicholas Hamill and Ron Paulson will testify to these facts. We find ourselves in perilous times for America and the whole human family because the powers that be know their time is coming to an end. We stand on the brink of an age of enlightenment and enlightened people cannot be oppressed. We are waking up to the possibility of a world without war, without need, without needless suffering. Oppressive COVID policies, rampant internet censorship, fighting Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, extreme financial consolidation. These are not merely routine acts of the system designed to make the rich richer at the expense of the rest of us. These are acts of desperation by the wolves of the world who see the sheep uniting and fighting back despite their best efforts to divide us. Will you side with the wolves or be one of the shepherds we need to guide us into the new age of enlightenment? If you are wondering why I've declined paid bond, think of Braveheart being disemboweled. He only had to cry mercy to make it stop. You want my friends to buy my freedom for a petty $10,000? You want to plead? You want me to beg for mercy? I will never beg for your mercy, and I will never plead with evil, but whoever will boldly against it. For humanity, for America, for justice, and for the 22 veterans who will commit suicide in the next 24 hours, I will cry until my last breath for nothing but freedom. Yours truly. Captain Freebeard, friend of humanity, brother to freedom lovers, also known as Adam Charles Kokesh, born February 1st, 1982, former Sergeant of Marines. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing this message as best you can. Thank you for everyone who participated in the call flood last weekend. Its effects were felt even inside this jail. If I am not released today, please keep calling the Center Police Department, the Sawatch County Jail, and the judge and district attorney relevant to my case, and respectfully ask them to do the right thing. Thank you, and may peace be with you always. Signing off, this is Captain Freebeard, your friend and brother.